This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach. As always, I'm joined by Christian Garcia. What is up? If you guys hear some background noise, that's producer Rick breaking his expensive G.I. Joe toys. Yep. Son of a bitch! <laughs> nope, there it goes. Um, thank you guys for coming back every week and listening, watching, enjoying our podcast any which way you do. Maybe some of you jerk off to it. That's okay with us. It's fine. Yeah, as long as you're enjoying it. As long as we get those clicks, baby. Although we're losing out on money because we can make that on OnlyFans. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Pay us. Pay us for jerks. Um, thank you for liking and subscribing. Clicking the little bell icon on the YouTubes. Apparently that lets people know when our videos are up. Um, though I feel like I do that on most videos I subscribe to and I don't get notifications. But... Do it anyway, because that's what all the YouTubers say. And if you're on uh, Spotify or Apple Music or Stitcher or Audible, just like or subscribe, whatever whatever they have you do on those various uh, platforms. We do appreciate it. If you want to become a patron of the show, help us out. Uh, we found we have another dead mic cable. We go through mic cables pretty quickly. Yeah, we do. We need to uh, buy some like primo ones. So if you want to help support that, check out patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends. A couple bucks a month really helps us out because uh, that helps us keep our equipment up and running you know been doing this about 10 years uh we found out we've only been doing this uh 10 years right christian how do yeah. we find that out um you guys may have noticed that twitter's been really quiet lately because yeah. <laughs> i got us uh, um suspended and not even like the cool kind where i said something wild or yeah. anything it's just that i was trying to <laughs> the vaccine's a lie microchips you no, it wasn't anything that like that. That probably would have got us more followers, not the ones we probably would enjoy. Hey, but as long as they click that button, Christian, I don't care who listens. So switched it from our regular Twitter to professional, and it had my date of birth up there. And I was like, you know what? We might as well just put the first episode we aired. I'm like, that might be cool, you know? So I decided to switch the uh, date of birth to our first episode aired. And then, like, right away, I was just shocked right away how quickly... <laughs> We got suspended. <laughs> Twitter's like, you, you dumb fucking kid, we fucking got you. Yeah, apparently, you know, I didn't know you had to be 13 years old. I thought, it's been particularly like the wild shit that's on Twitter. Like, I would have thought you had to be 18 at least. But, um, yeah, apparently 13, and we're not on there. So <laughs> well, That's so funny that 13 is what they deem responsible enough to be entered into Twitter. Oh, yeah, for sure. With, like, all the misinformation and fucking, like, echo chambers that go on on that platform. 13, I feel like they could figure it you out. You know what, though? But thinking about it, I remember the wild shit I used to hear at 13, like, before Twitter. Like, just growing up, hearing your friends say some wild shit. I just feel yeah. like Twitter and the internet is just that times a thousand. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's all it is. People giving you bad sex advice. <laughs> People telling you that vaginas don't go like this, they go like this. Just bad information all wow, together. That's a, that's a racist one. I, that's... Remember, I remember that one. <laughs> just dumbass shit that keeps Even, even when I was a small kid, I'm like, that's not true. <laughs> That's not true. 
Um, yeah, man. Well, it's, it's pretty funny. So we will be back on there, hopefully. Working on it. We're Maybe by the time it. this episode comes out. Uh, hopefully this will all be a fun fun story in the past. Um, and then you got us locked out of our, our uh, podcast hosting site for a little while today. But that we, was just a password. We figured that out. Okay. We got that working. I was trying to add our RSS feed into the now that i'm not on twitter so like now i gotta use this other yeah. shit i normally don't use so i was trying to add the rss feed to facebook but because we're tied to age of radio it went to their email so i couldn't even add it so now i'm just waiting for a response oh nice cool <laughs> running a podcast is hard sometimes yeah, guys takes all right work so bear with us guys, if it's episode... all fun and jokes i was telling jokes yeah here. you think There's we just show goes... up and do a bunch of dick jokes for an hour and then bounce no it's bunch... kind of but there's stuff in the background <laughs> that we do in the background too um yeah well hopefully all that's back up and running um we hope you guys enjoy that uh speaking of, of like dealing with the social medias and stuff um hopefully this doesn't sh- shut the freaking camera off when i do this uh we had some comments on our matrix episode and i love i love bringing that up because <laughs> i didn't know there were so many people we know that liked it yeah and people uh, i respect too i that's know crazy. well people i used to respect i should say i still respect it's just i didn't know like <laughs> it, no it made me question like did i not watch the right movie like or what did i not it was i too dumb to understand like i don't know yeah a hundred percent um so uh we had uh jong tufa um so i apologize if i'm mispronouncing your name who has been a pretty you know, pretty avid commenter. So thank you out there, Jean. We appreciate it. Uh, he said, because uh, <laughs> I mentioned that I have a nice clickbaity uh, title for it. Worst movie of the year, The Matrix Resurrections Review. He was like, not clickbait at all. It's the truth. I'm like, hell yeah, man. That's that's most definitely a nerdrotic title. Only <laughs> we didn't use MCU. Or yeah, that. I know. I know. <laughs> no triggering words. Yeah. Uh, Michael Acevedo, who uh, he does a podcast called Remake Rewind. You guys should all check it out. I think he still does it. Um, he said it was pretty rough, but uh, uh, or uh, he said uh, not, uh, not great, but far from the worst movie of the year. Not even the worst WB movie because he brought up Space Jam. Space Jam was pretty bad. He said bad. that's the, one of the worst things I've ever seen. I would say they're tied. Um, yeah, pretty pretty bad. And then um, I think it was on uh, on the YouTubes, Raymond uh, – oh, is, that, is that his name? Ramon? Yeah, Ramon Sandino. You're a buddy. Close think. friend of mine. Um, he says, uh, I don't think another movie was the best way to con- continue the Matrix storyline. It would have been more made more sense as a series, sort of like you know what Watchmen did. There's too many plot points, characters, and themes to jam into a two-hour movie. Would have been cool to have the machine Civil War explored more in depth. That's what I. Then that's why we're friends. We we hundred percent agree with you, Ramon. Um, also, shout out to uh, Chicken Mind Nuggets podcast, and who, she was trying really hard to help us out to get me back on. She's been messaging Twitter, <laughs> and J360 Productions, also a homie who's trying to help us get back on. <laughs> I, I read I, was, I read some of those ones. You're like, hey, can you help us out with this? He's like, I'm not with Age of Radio, but I can try. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> most people would just be like, no, what? <laughs> but you're the real homie for actually helping Christian out. I just I just thought it was um, because there's so many there's so many in Age of Radio. I know. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, we're one big happy podcast family. So. But maybe you can get you in there. Maybe yeah. Hey, join, join us. Yeah. Normally we have people we can reach out to and they'll fix it. So that's another advantage of being with Age of Radio. All righty. Well, um, let's do some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds. Um, after that, we will be talking today 
a little bit about Book of Boba Fett. Um, it's about halfway through the season now, so we figured we'd give it kind of an in-depth review, so that'll be kind of what we're talking about after the break. But let's do some nerdy confessions, Christian. What's your nerdy confession? Well, mine's going to tie into Boba Fett, but I, that's all right. So okay. I was re-watching... Um, Star Wars movies, and I started episode one, episode two, and that's kind of where I got stuck. Ooh, nice. And so you watched, started pre first. prequels. Nice. Prequels. And I really want to go back and watch. Have you you've heard? Uh, I think we talked before the Machete Order. No, Machete where, Order. Yeah, I think it's called Machete because that was like someone online had posted this and g- gave reasoning of why this order was correct. It doesn't have the sequels, so it doesn't have like Force Awakens and stuff because this was before that. But he said that um, the correct order to watch Star Wars would be A New Hope. Empire Strikes Back. Then at the end of Empire Strikes Back, it's revealed that Darth Vader is Luke's father. Oh, and then, then you go back and watch one, two, and three. Okay. And then you go back and watch uh, uh, Return of the Jedi. Isn't there a Topher a Topher cut where like he kind of oh, did yeah. some editing and like, yeah, 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 yeah. Topher, I think he recut the prequels. Need to I watch think. those. Yeah, that'd be cool too. But so I was rewatching them, and um, you know maybe <laughs> I haven't seen them in a long time, and like the first time I saw it. You know, I was a kid, and, like, Jar Jar Binks, like, didn't it, – it, I didn't see it the first time I saw it as a yeah. kid. It wasn't until people pointed it out. But now rewatching it as an adult, I'm like, that's pretty fucking bad. I get why all these people were upset. Um, <laughs> outside of that, the physics and the, the CGI was not very great on the first one, and the physics in particular. But the one thing that, that I kind of give him a break for, George Lucas a break for on that, is, like, you know, he made the original Star Wars – with fucking, you know, life-size models, scale models, yeah. you know what I mean? And, like, blue screen and crap like that. And, like, I'm sure he had seen, like, what people were doing, like The Matrix, you know, things like that. Um, and uh, well, That was pre. I believe the prequels were before Matrix, I think. I, think. I don't think so. Because um, I, 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 Matrix was uh, 1999, I believe. Yeah, I think the prequels were, like... 98, I think. Um, I don't think so. Because anyway. that, that's because uh, I want to say I was in middle school when the uh, prequels came out. 1999, so we weren't weren't far off. And then Matrix. It's gonna give you the new one. Watch. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I know. Matrix 1999. Oh, so same year. Same year. Okay. Okay, so. You know, I'm sure George Lucas had seen some of the stuff that was, you know, or like let's let's talk like Jurassic Park. You know, that was '95, yeah. I think, right? For sure. So um, he had seen some of the special effects coming out, and I'm sure he's like, "Dude, I could fucking knock this out of the park." And at the time, like I remember watching pod racing in the theaters. I, I still like I, I enjoy the pod racing. The sound effects for the pod racing were really oh, cool. Amazing sound design was great. Even the, um, actually, I guess that was later movies, but like the sound engineering for the, like the, all the Gungan, uh, weapons, the little orbs and stuff, dude, sounded so cool. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. Um, but it definitely had some things are like, you guys should have taken a little bit more time to rework in particularly the (laughs) physics, um, and the CG. And I don't know the difference between one and two, but the, the CG in two was Way better, yeah. like a hundred times better, and particularly with the tall, lanky alien, um, the Caminos. Yeah, the ones that made the clones. I'm like, those look really good, even mm-hmm. by today's standards. Like, dude, those guys look yep. amazing. You mean like the texture of the skin looks wet? Like, and I think, I think one of the things too with them, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm guessing on this. I, I do not work in the special effects industry, so I'm guessing 100. percent But those guys, because 
their whole deal is like they walk really smoothly and don't you know have a lot of bouncing around it probably is easier to make them look more realistic maybe right? i don't know george R. Binks is fucking flopping around being all racist and shit all over the place in particular like, there's the one scene where they get to uh, naboo and they're being chased by the uh the big old like cars or robots or whatever the hovercraft hovercraft the and then tank, like dragon jin is like running and he's trying to tell george to get out of the way and george like jumps on him it's like his his gait and his pace did not change like yeah at all it's like you could tell like he weighed nothing there was nothing there and then he yeah. kind of falls and crumbles and it's, it's just a bunch of like dude like the physics and that was so bad like, yeah i think i think probably what happened is they were just like okay now dive onto this mat liam neeson's and he just did that, and then they just sketched Jar Jar Binks onto him. You know, nowadays they'd have Andy Circus jump onto Liam Neeson. I have a theory. Yeah, I have a theory now. The reason why they made Jar Jar like that was to make Qui Gon Jinn, Liam Neeson, more angry because he hates black people. He <laughs> said so himself. You heard that rant, right? Where he said he wanted to go around and like he wanted to specifically find a black person to kill. Not me. Not nerds of friends saying that. You can find that video, Liam I, Neeson. I think that was. Wasn't he taken out of context for that? No. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> no, not at all. Don't get me wrong. I love his movies, too. But yeah. he definitely said it. That's okay. Producer he, Rick is over there. He knows what I'm talking about. I do, but it's not in context. No, it's not. No, it's not. So he, he had a friend. She was raped. Killed by a black guy. No, she was raped, I believe. Okay. So he wanted to kill that black guy? No. He wanted to go out and fight any black guy. Oh. He wanted to get into a fight. To fight any black guy. Well, I mean, you know. No. No, I mean. <laughs> no, I mean. I, I mean, emotions running hot. I get it. <laughs> so I think they added Jar Jar Binks to try to just, like, piss him off. Like, we needed that, you know, that anger, which Jedis aren't supposed to be mad. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> it it know. could be. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I give Liam Neeson a pass. Or He's maybe quite, it was Liam Neeson who was just like, why don't you make him sound more like this? You know, why don't you just have him talk? Talk like this, like that. That doesn't sound right. That's not how aliens would talk. He was like, no, 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 no. Oh, I he, think that's what he'd sound like. Here's something. He said he was ashamed to think he once stalked the streets looking for a black bastard to kill. There you go. Those are his words. Yeah. If you watch the video, it's even worse. I don't want to watch the video. Someone close to him had told him she had been raped. Yep. Well, told anyway, you. told you guys. I went. Facts. I went up and down areas with Kosh, hoping I'd be approached by somebody. Kosh is a heavy stick used as a weapon. God, you're so Scottish, <laughs> Liam Neeson's. Anyway. My nerdy confession. <laughs> well, there was one more thing oh, yeah. I wanted to say, um, and it ties into Boba Fett. Um, he was such a little shit in the second movie. Hell yeah. He was such a little shit. And like, um, yeah, he was such a little shit that they chopped his dad's head off. He was a little shit before that. But but I'm curious. I doubt they're going to introduce any kind of Jedis in the book of Boba Fett because there's no way, like, now they're trying to make him seem like he's, like, some kind of anti-hero, like he's trying to do the right thing, mm -hmm. but there's no way you're going to get this dude to be okay with Jedis. Like, there's yeah. no way. There's no way. So I'm curious, maybe not in this season, but, like, even the second season, if they're going to try to even, like, hint at that or introduce a Jedi or something. I mean, he's probably cool with Grogu. <laughs> I don't know. I guess. I mean, who could be mad at him, right? Oh, that's fair. They, they interacted, but. Yeah. He's just a little guy. But he didn't know he was he a didn't, Jedi. He didn't chop his dad's head off. I mean, I, th I feel like Boba Fett knew what Yoda looked like. Did he run in? I'm watching the prequels. I no, mean, no, no, because Yoda was in the yeah, but they probably have shock Yoda, trooper thing. They probably have Yoda's face on like, you know, like, you know, 
uh, like cereal boxes, like no, like, no, like like fucking Wheaties, like, no, like Empire Bucks or whatever. You know what I mean? Not uh, Republic dollars. Nah, man, they didn't. Oh, look, it's a it's a ten dollar bill. That's a Yoda. You know, I got ten Yodas on this. They were race. They, they were space monks. They're space not, monks. They're not about the money. Yeah, I know, but you know. It's like Ben Franklin is on our hundred dollar bill. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, Ben Franklin was all about the money. He's basically our Yoda. <laughs> I don't think Yoda was going on trying to bang every woman. Oh, that he could... yes, you obviously didn't read all of the <laughs> Star Wars Legends novels where he, they were just erotic interpretations of Yoda. Tell me, Yoda fucks? Is yeah. That... Oh yeah, Yoda fucks all day. <laughs> Size matters not, Christian. That's Look, his whole deal. That's his whole tagline. Well, that's why he's so short because his dick is so heavy. It pulls him closer to you know to the <laughs> it's ground. Like, Size matters not, but it sure helps. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> so the gravitational pull of his cock that pulls him down. Exactly. To the that's how he jumps around. He's got three legs. <laughs> he swings it, and the momentum. The momentum carries him like into Thor's the air. Hammer. It's just yeah. The same thing. <laughs> All right. Well, my nerdy kid. There's the dick jokes. I know you guys. There, are for there it. it is. We know. We know we came in hot talking about Liam Neeson beating up black people, and <laughs> wanting to, wanting to. yeah. To be fair, he the only reason I didn't do it was he didn't get a chance. <laughs> trying to, he must have been hanging out in a white neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> um, my nerdy confession uh, is I actually watched this interesting documentary that's available for free on the YouTube's called Going Cardboard. Okay, it's a terrible title. I'll admit that. Okay. okay. But it's all about the board game industry and how um, how strongly influenced the world of board games is by Germany specifically. Okay. So um, I think – I want to say this thing came out in like 2009 or 10, um, which I don't know why it popped up on YouTube. It's like uploaded you know, three days ago. But um, it goes over how – you know, here in America, when we think about board games – we think about, you know, Monopoly, Monopoly. Trivial Pursuit, Shoots and Ladders, uh, Shoots and Ladders, Candyland. You know, it's games that you play with, with your small children, and then never again. They just stay in a closet forever, right? No one wants to clean up after that shit. Yeah, you ever try cleaning up after Monopoly? Shit sucks. Oh, dude, you should play some of these games that I play with my buddies. There are so many little bits. Um, but anyway. Uh, so over here in America, it's it's really considered a children's game, right? They're always in the kids section of the toy store or whatever, or of the like Target or whatever. But in Germany, like I don't have Targets out there. <laughs> they pro- probably don't. Probably don't. They have Yikenborn. <laughs> I don't know. You just sound say some angry stuff and it sounds German. Um, thanks to all of our German listeners, I should say. Uh, but over there, it's much bigger deal. Every year they have this uh, this crazy like board game awards in Essen, Germany, um, which it's like it has about the same attendance as Comic Con. What? But it's board games. Okay. Okay. And at this big convention, they have a top three board games of the year. The top number one board game. It it's such a prestigious award to win that it it automatically becomes like an ultra hit kind of thing. Like Settlers, Settlers of Catan is one that they focused on a lot um, over there. And Se- I keep hearing about that game and never played. Settlers of Catan is a German-designed game, and it had it, it had done so well over in Germany, and the people over in America who liked board games and who, who would go once a year to Germany to this giant convention 
loved it so much that they would pay people in Germany to buy it at a store over there, pack it up, and send it over here, and they were selling it over here in game in game yeah, stores. But who would translate it? I mean, would they translate it over there? Someone here? No, you just like it was all essentially fan fan done. Essentially, like uh, people out there would like you know, sellers of Catan, you don't need to read a lot of stuff. It's a, a lot of it is there's numbers on board, and you roll the dice, and that that kind of dictates what you do. The instruction manuals, I'm sure someone over here like went and typed everything out in English, but it did so well over here, and it was getting this international notoriety that eventually. Someone from over here said, "Hey, I'd like to translate Settlers of Dan for the American License market." That shit over here, okay. And and so it came over here, and that was like the first time anyone had done that with one of these German games. And then that ch- kind of opened the floodgates, and more and more and more games like Ticket to Ride. Um, Heard of it? Uh, uh, what's what was? I can't think of the other one. There's like it's like Dungeon Legends or something like that. All these different German design games started coming over here through this one company and then other companies started doing it. And then, then finally we started getting American designers who started to make, uh, actual games and stuff like the guy who did flux, which is that card game that, that I like to play. Um, Steve, Steve Jordan, I think his name is who, who did Munchkin. Um, okay. you know, so it kind of opened the door for these people. So very interesting documentary. Um, and they kind of, you know, they talk about one guy who basically, like, he's a game designer, came up with this game that he, you know, tested with a bunch of people at conventions and stuff. Everyone's like, dude, this game is going to, this game is going to fuck. This game is going to be the next Settlers of Catan or whatever. And it's all about building the Great Wall of China or something. And so he sold it. That shit's going to do well in America. Just yeah. fucking the border wall of Mexico. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really exactly. Well. Oh, my God. I, I wonder. Do it out there. I wonder. dollar idea. Yeah, I wonder if, like, they, if he changed and sold it at the Republican National Convention, if it would work. Fuck yeah. Build that wall. Build that wall. I'll just change some of the text. Then around. you can have the other side of it where it's just Chapo just building a tunnel underneath. Just <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like a special ability yeah. of one of the characters. Um, But, yeah, so he... uh. He he sold sold the rights to his company, but this company ended up going out of business, and so uh, they sold the rights to some other company. And that company's like, "No, we're going to make it for sure." And they're like, "Man, actually, we're we're going out of business too." And so they kind of follow this guy. He's like, "Dude, I just want this game to be made. You know, I should have just done it myself, self published." So they've got you know some some interesting stories like that um, a- along this documentary too. So pretty interesting. The only downside to it. Um, is that I really wish someone would make like a sequel to it to talk about Kickstarter games because I feel like that has changed the game. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, and this, like I said, I think it came out 2009 or 2011 originally. So, what like, was it a uh, Gloomhaven? Is that what it was called? That was a Kickstarter one, Gloomhaven, um, Frosthaven or Frost, yeah, whatever the sequel is to it. Um, there's been the uh, I think. Zombicide is a Kickstarter one too, okay. which is another big, huge game. Um, the the game company Simon Games, who is is big big time now, like I think they exclusively do Kickstarter launches. Um, but yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting. Um, I I would have liked to have seen an updated part of it, and may, who knows, maybe the guy who did it will uh, make another one. But um, pretty interesting stuff. And goddamn, like w- we consider ourselves nerds, right? But God, we are nothing compared to the board game crowd. 
I, I, I enjoy board games. I have. I do too. I can never be in charge of the like. I can never be the guy. It's like, all right, here's the instruction manual, and then teach the rest of us how to play. Yeah, can't do it. Not that guy. Oh, okay. I need someone else to. I, I will play. Someone else explain that shit. Yeah, to me. my buddy Alex is like that. He, he has a nice collection of games, and then he brings them over, and we start to play them. And I'm like, okay, how how do we play this? He's like, okay, so, um. Uh, I'm like, dude, you own this game. This is your game. <laughs> like, teach us how to play. And so I take the thing I'm reading. I'm like, all right, here's what we do. Four cards for each one. Yeah, see, <laughs> yeah. I just I don't have the patience for that. Yeah. Um, I, I do I do really like board games. But some of the, like, they showed one lady and her husband who had a, they had 5,000 board game Jesus. collections. And she, like, created a spreadsheet so, they're, so she knew what she had because she would go to board game conventions and stuff and buy stuff she already had. There, and yeah, they showed they showed the basement of her house, and it's just like ceiling to floor. And there's no games. way she knows how to play all those games. There's yeah. absolutely no. Oh, way. I'm sure they played it once when they first got it, and then put it on the shelf. And uh, but yeah, there, there's some a lot of neck beards, a <laughs> lot of like you know, strictly just neck beards, like no face, just like neck. like just like the it just kisses the front of the face That's but it just so goes underneath weird, man. you know what like it real you? amish it abe just, lincoln look it reminds you of those people that get like those like hives of bees or not a beehive but like just mm-hmm. chunks of bees that they put it on themselves i don't know why it just those reminds me of that Ooh. it looks so fucking yeah. weird well they're they're both a weird in weird group for different reasons the bee bee beard face people and the neck beards but yeah it, it's pretty interesting so yeah well, check it out i think it's called going cardboard it's on youtube for free it's like it's not that long either it's like an hour and 20 minutes or something like that um but really interesting and i would like to see an updated one where it kind of covers the rise of kickstarter and like how that has changed the board game world because we are just like dungeons and dragons right now is in like a renaissance and i would argue that warhammer is getting to that point too um board game regular traditional board games i feel like are more popular now than they've ever been and kickstarter is allowing a lot of people who like that one guy who never got his game made because of all the you know financial things going on trying to sell it and publish it um let's find out the name of that game let's see if we get it uh yeah like funded for him I will say I think it had a terrible name. It was called like Huang Chi or something like that. Okay, I'm like, never mind, forget I'm it. I'm like, no, you call you call that shit like Great Wall Builder or some shit like that. People people latch on to that, you know. Here's one interesting thing. Um, they talked about the history of some board games like Monopoly and things like that. And Trivial Pursuit, when when it first came out, um, the people who invented it were great board game designers, terrible business people. They they would each game cost about like $60 to produce and they sold it for $30. So every sale they lost money on every single sale. And luckily it became so popular that someone like, you know, uh, Milton Bradley or, or one of these, you know, uh, Parker brothers or whatever, the game companies bought it from them. And they're like, hold on, let's, We'll fucking make this happen, yeah, right? We'll print this shit in China. Yeah. We'll have that shit shipped over here. <laughs> yeah. fucking, like, fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that does it for Nerd Confessions. We're going to take a quick little break. And uh, when we get back, we're going to be talking about the <clears throat> book of Boba Fett. So we'll be right back. And we're back. Well, that was cool. Sounds like John McClane's in the vents. Yeah, I know. Um, Go to the party, have a good laugh, come to the coast. Um, we're going to be talking about Book of Boba Fett. We're going to be uh, doing the first three episodes uh, available uh, that are out on 
Disney Plus right now. Um, and uh, so there will be some spoilers for those. But by the time you guys listen to this, there should be about four episodes out and available. Um, so, you know, if you're keeping up with it on the week to week, we shouldn't be doing any great super deep spoilers. But um, so how, three episodes in. Three episodes. How are you feeling about it? It's I, I, <laughs> I feel like it does like a weird like um, leapfrog thing where like the first one's meh. Second one was great. I mean, the third one was okay because towards the end we got some action, but it it wasn't. You, you weren't you weren't great. You weren't a fan of Boba Fett befriending those young street urchin kids. I mean, that was fine. I guess I didn't have a huge. <laughs> I hated it. it I hated like... that. Like just the angry emo teens who like put robot parts on themselves. Also, the Vespa like hover bikes. It were... it did not fit the the Star Wars aesthetic no. at all. No, I did not care for that. Um, I will say some of the action that they did with those angry, angsty teens um, looked good. Uh, but the yeah, the Vespas I thought looked like shit. Um, and I think that was I think that's some Robert Rodriguez doing. You know, I think maybe he's just trying to he's just trying to like he has he has a weird aesthetic in his movies where shit like that he likes like glossy, shiny stuff. And I'm like, I'm not about that. No one would have that on Tatooine. Okay, I don't feel like. Not so much. I mean, like, um, was it from Dust Till Dawn? I guess he didn't have much in there. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, the Mariachi. I don't think he had too much. I don't know, but maybe you're right. He, had, he did Spy Kids 3D. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> he did all the Spy Kids. He did all the Spy Kids movies. Um, but, yeah, um, it, it's not terrible. I mean, I, obviously, I'm nitpicking a little bit. It just, it, it really, to me, it did not fit the... Star Wars aesthetic, like when they're doing the chase scene uh, for the mayor's assistant or whatever through the streets of Tatooine, like that scene was cool. Yeah, but when you see those like hover Vespas that are like candy apple red and green and blue and, and stuff, like, yeah, and then you see the mayor's assistant's you know speeder that's like dusty tan and orange and stuff. Very much so, like Luke was flying in a hundred percent. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know if I like that. But I, I like the Wookiee fight. So I loved it, but parts of it didn't make sense to me. Like, yeah. um, Wookiees are really fucking strong. Yeah. And Boba took a lot of fucking hits yeah. with no armor yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from that Wookiee with electric brass knuckles. Yeah, but he also he also sleeps in a back-to-tank. So, I mean, which, I guess. I mean, you know, that healed Luke Skywalker from a Wampa attack. So, I mean, I... I could I could uh, suspend a little disbelief, but like I mean, he was fucking all of those people up for a long no, time. And so like part of me, part of it was like, all right, it kind of shows that Boba, you know, even without his armor, he's you know he could be a pretty formidable foe. But at the same time, a Wookiee who can rip someone's arms off, yeah. like like just didn't caught him off guard and like wasn't able to kill him right away. I just thought that was low. And yeah. particularly because Well, you can't kill him right away cuz the show has to happen. Right. <laughs> you know. I mean, a little it, bit of plot armor saved should, him. Should have been a little bit different. Also, he's supposed to be like the greatest gladiator fighter of all time, right? Is Uh he was one of one of them. That's like, you know, he like won his free freedom or something. Yeah, which I, like he's like Wookiee Spartacus. Yeah. I don't know. I like I'm, it more now. I did enjoy that the kids came and like they were like, okay, they're not useless, you know. Like, yeah, they're they, not useless, but they're also not a Wookiee bounty hunter gladiator. Guy. Right, right. <laughs> they just got fucking the shit pushed. And in. I don't remember the uh, the pig alien, the green guy. Oh yeah, 
I don't. I, I actually don't know their name or their species name either. They've come in clutch each time. Like yeah. them, them, I really enjoy. Like, like they, they're they're not they're not like ultimate fighters, but they're ride or die. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sure. They're they're the homies for sure. Like yeah. it made sense for them to come in and risk their lives because you know Boba was going to kill them, and he was yeah. like, "Well, I like how loyal you were to him. If you're as loyal to me, you know, yeah. keep around." They're like, "Oh shit, this guy spared our lives." It made sense to they're me. like respect. Yeah. We These like kids you. are like, oh, he paid for our water. I'll fucking, <laughs> I'll fucking try to die for him. That interaction was so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I I did not like that, but it's fine. Like I see why they did it and what they were going for. But I'm just like, I don't want Boba Fett to be this guy who just has a heart of gold all the time, right? And I. And again, they did they did a fine balancing act in Mandalorian. Yes. Where like he came off kind of villainish and he's like, Okay, I want my armor, so I will assist you, but I'm assisting only because I'm gonna get this armor at the end. Right. Where, where it's like it, it made sense. But here it's like, yeah, he's kinda like, Oh, well it's the right thing to do. You're charging too much for water. Yeah. And I'm like, Okay, cool man. All right. I do I do like that guy uh uh, who played the Water Baron guy? Yeah, from Dodgeball. Yeah, <laughs> I love him. He's so funny. I can't remember his name, but he's funny. Um, also from Office Space. Office like- Space. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, I think this episode, the latest episode, was kind of mixed. Now, did you like a little Danny Trejo action? Oh yeah, that was cool. I love with the Rancor. I love I love Danny Trejo. I'm gonna try to reach out to him to and, see if he'll. And Boba Fett's like, I want to ride the Rancor. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? He's like, I want to ride it. And he's like, uh, you know that's going to be insanely difficult. He's like, let's do it. We, we start, start right now. Fuck. I, although I thought it was interesting that now they're, like, extending the lore. I do enjoy that. Like, creatures that were kind of, or, like, species that were kind of throwaway species right. are kind of getting extended. Like, I did enjoy what they did with the uh, Tusken Raiders. Oh, and, the the Tuscan Raider stuff has been my favorite part oh, yeah, of the no. show for sure. And it was it was great the the martial arts that they that he taught him. What happened awesome. to the uh, the super badass warrior Tuscan Raider? Did she, she got killed? She got killed too. She got killed. I, so I didn't see her as part of the bodies. You know what uh, I mean? Well, I mean, hopefully I, she escaped. That'd be yeah. dope. She's the sickest one for sure. The little kid one got killed though. Yeah, for sure. that's pretty. sick. Although I thought that little kid one got killed earlier from the first raid from the biker guys. Well, I hate to say this, Christian. But they all look alike. That's fair. They're covered <laughs> up, so you're safe. You're fine on that one. <laughs> the only why, the only reason why we could distinguish the badass um, fighter woman lady because she had like a headdress yeah. kind of thing and dressed in black, and she was fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and she was constantly the one kicking everyone's ass. Yeah. Um. But um. I, yeah, I do want to see where it goes. Where they introduce the fish aliens again. You know, the Pike, the Pike Syndicate. Yeah. Okay, so. Now here's one thing that I was thinking of. So the 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 huts. Wait, made, the pikes were not the bikers. The pikes were the train. The pikes were the fish people. Okay, so what's the one with the uh, with the upside those are down the, Nike symbol? Those there? are those biker dudes that have like the spiky heads. Yeah, the one that I said looked like the guys from uh, Galaxy Quest. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. okay those guys. It. Okay, so one thing that they said in this episode, um, there's a lot of little stuff sprinkled in here. So. I love that we found out more about the Rancor, which is cool, and they sound adorable. I want a pet Rancor now. <laughs> Disney know, knows what they're doing. They're like, uh, we have to make everything in here cute and toy toyified. Also, they said that one was a, a child. A child, a cat. That one looked full-grown compared to, like, 
Oh, and he, when he's petting him, he's like, oh, you like that? And I was like, yes. It looked like the same size from the one that Luke fought, but maybe that was a calf. Uh, I think the one that Luke fought was bigger because, like, just, I mean, it's hard to judge, right? Because one was a puppet and uh, obviously wasn't real. But, like, that other one was so big that it, like, it, like, put a whole pig thing in its mouth and stuff. This one's mouth looked a little smaller. That's fair. Like, standing, he was. And we didn't see it standing. We saw it laying down, so it's hard to hard to judge. Well, yeah, earlier I was saying, like, it's interesting. Extending. He's like, oh, no, they're actually very calm tre- creatures. He's, like, it's only when <laughs> he's depressed. He's like, yeah. why, why is he depressed? Um, and he's, like, scratching him on the air. And he, like, they, like, uh, imprint on, on the, the first, first human. They see. So that was kind of sad to me. He's like, that means that thing has had his eyes covered mm-hmm. his whole entire life. And the first person he saw was Boba. Yeah. I mean... I guess, I guess he looks better than a Mama Rancor. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But uh, I just thought that was like, damn, that's really sad. I mean, that is really sad. That's why he's depressed. That's fair. And now he can see. And Boba, he, now him and Boba are going to be best friends. Oh, for sure. And I'm here for it. Which means he's going to die for sure. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> he's going to. Did he name him yet? I don't no, remember. He said he will have to come up with a name for you or whatever. Um, they should name him Jabba. I think that would be funny. That'd be a funny little dig at him. <laughs> They're not going to do Jabba. So here's, here's one thing that I thought was interesting. The huts, they give the rancor to Boba as a peace offering because they sent, they sent you know black Chewbacca to go. Black was it, Casanta or Crescenta? Yeah, something like that. I just call him Black Chewbacca. Uh, uh, they sent him to uh, try to assassinate Boba Fett. That didn't go well, and they're like, uh, "Just kidding. Uh, we apologize." Like hours later, they were like, "Ah, that didn't work out." Well. We got that Rancor still? Yeah, let's fucking ship to, that over there. To be fair, they were like, oh, it's not yours from us to take from you because it now belongs, and I don't remember who they said it belonged to someone else. And they were like, and we're not fucking with him. War is so, bad for business. So here's what they said, right? They're, they said there's a new syndicate um, vying for control, and we don't want to fuck with them. So this scared two huts, right? Yep. So I think now... Now, the rest of the episode, they're focused on the Pike Syndicate, which is a syndicate uh, that's powerful. Um, and the Pikes have done things like they were the ones, I think, in charge of Kessel, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Where Han Solo did the Kessel run. They do, they do like, um, this might have been in one of the animated shows, too, where, um, where they control like the spice uh, trade from Kessel. It's got to flow. Right? Spice got to flow. Everyone knows that. Um, but we have not heard anything. About the Red Sun Syndicate that they introduced in Solo. Okay. Right? Now, at this time in Star Wars, canonically, sorry, I'm burping, uh, too much Dipepsi. Uh, at this time in Star Wars, Darth Maul is dead canonically because he, ki- yeah. he gets killed by Obi Wan Kenobi. Twice. Twice, yeah. <laughs> Just couldn't get him. Just couldn't get him. Um, but we don't know about Emilia Clarke's uh, character mm-hmm. from the solo movies, right? So if if uh, Maul is dead, there is a chance that she is still running and she's just older now. Um, so maybe there's a Red Sun Syndicate somewhere in there. I'd like to see them brought back into I don't into know if the they – w- like, again, I didn't think Solo was the best movie, but I enjoyed it more than others. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to bring any of that back, but well, who knows? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If it's just the Pikes the whole time, that just seems like kind of like a eh, whatever. Like, they, they weren't a huge threat. But, like, people know the Red Sun because they're like, oh, Paul Bettany was fucking crazy. 
Amelia Clark took over after him, and she was reporting to Darth Maul. That's a bunch of fucking psychos in the yeah. Red Sun. So um, that'd be cool to see. Um, if it's just the Pikes, it's fine too. I mean, it's just it's hard to imagine why the the Huts are so scared of them because the Huts were very powerful. Now, how'd you feel about Boba letting uh, Black uh, Crescenta or Chris, whatever his name is? If, we, if we're gonna, but <laughs> did they even call him Black anything? Who knows? We don't know. <laughs> how do you feel about him letting him go? Um, I thought that was that was a power move for sure. Um, I feel like, in general, what I know of Wookies, uh, they would kind of see that as a sign of respect, and maybe he'll come and bail him out sometime later. See, I didn't know how to feel about it one way or another because, like, part of me is like, all right, he tried to murder him, and yeah, but that was a job, and, he was and, like, and that's the other part was like, hey, it's a job. I get it. I used to be. I used to be a bounty hunter. Yeah, he was like, no hard feelings. So it's kind of like I, I see both of them, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know which. And maybe how it plays out later on in the season will like weigh more one on me than the other. But I just I did not feel about it. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of saw it coming after like um, the way he's been characterized in this show. I think, you know, one thing that they've done a good job of in this show is, first of all, giving Boba Fett any sort of personality. Because... <laughs> Let's be honest, he he had two minutes and 30 seconds of screen time in the original movies. Altogether? Altogether. He has two minutes, like 38 seconds or something like that. Okay. But he became an instant fan favorite. And um, and then we saw a little bit more of his story in the prequel trilogies, him as a child. Um, and then the next time we see him is in The Mandalorian. Um, and so I think the series does a good job of kind of showing you what kind of character he is. And maybe, you know, changing some of those misconceptions. Like, he's not necessarily, he's not an evil dude. He was a bounty hunter who was doing a job. And sometimes that job included, you know, capturing Han Solo, who we all love, you know? I hope, I doubt, because maybe they're too old now, but it'd be cool if he ran into some clones, like some leftover clones. Mm. But if he was a kid, and most of those clones, they would, like, speed to adulthood. So I'm, I'm wondering if they'd be too old, or maybe there could have been some other kid ones that they just let grow. Well, if you watch, uh, if you watch Star Wars Rebels, yes, um, they have, uh, there are some clones still out there. Yeah, but they they would be a lot older than he would. And one is canonically at the Battle of Endor. Oh, really? Dope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and, and this is not that long after. I mean, it d- is a little bit after the Battle of Endor, but, um, but. Uh, and it was interesting watching the second Star Wars, seeing how, how young the actor that plays Boba Fett looks compared to now. It's like, oh man, like he's definitely an older dude. Yeah, I mean, he he, he is definitely you know, but I think he he looks good. Like even no, when he, he looks great when he was um, around, yeah. when he was uh, you know, fighting uh, Black Chewbacca uh, in his back to tank skivvies. You know, he was uh, see there he is right there. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, they they actually confirmed that he was at the Battle of Endor. That's that's one of the clones there. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I think it was Captain Rex. Yeah, Captain Rex. I hate that Commander Cody ended up. He he was one of the ones who turned out to be. He he like didn't couldn't resist the uh, Code sixty six. They whatever. didn't get the chip out of him, man. Can't yeah. override that brain chip. Yeah, I thought he would just like his awesomeness would just <laughs> fucking. Let him flex and bust out of it. But, uh, yeah. If you guys haven't seen Clone Wars, the cartoon, they're fucking, it's a great series. You guys should watch it. 
Uh, you can watch pieces of it. Try to find like a list online where you find just the essential ones. No, no, no. no. It's all. It, they're all great. The animation is not the so best, bad. but it grows on you. Yeah, I feel like I've seen enough of it to get the gist. You know, um, like you know, I saw I saw some of the episodes with you know with uh, the Mandalorians. Saw some episodes with uh, freaking the clones. Saw a couple with uh, with Darth Maul, you know, and then I'm like, okay, this is this is good enough. You you have the thing is that there's so many great Star Wars stories in there. Um, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Filoni. Um, the his name? the cowboy dude. It's, yeah, the guy that wears the cow. No, no, the the guy who who wrote the stories for them. Oh, Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni knows fucking Star Wars. Oh, he does super well, and he does great stories. Now it sucks that like when he was doing them, the animation was not great, or maybe he didn't get a great budget. That's not his fault. And the they made stories. it for small children. But the thing is, there's there's a lot of murdering that goes on. In that. Like people get straight up stabbed in the back. You see the lights right. come. And then and then Ahsoka's like, "Gee, that hurts!" But <laughs> she just murdered a bunch of people. I, I hated that so much. Outside of those things, and I get yeah. it. There are some yeah. great stories in there. I really liked. So they did like the final season yeah. of it. You know, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was great. Like it was good ending to it. It took itself more seriously, and I think that's what I really wanted from it. I I don't like being pandered to, you know. I don't like it where the, where it's just like, oh, here's Anakin and, and uh, freaking Obi Wan learning how to juggle for some zany reason. I'm like, I don't want to watch that. Okay, I like I care about these stories. Um, so that that aspect of it, I was not a fan of. But I do admit that the overall story of the, some of the stories told throughout that series are very good. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. But overall, I'm, I'm impressed with Boba Fett. It's not – it's definitely not the Mandalorian. You know what I no, mean? The Mandalorian – Unfortunately, that's a high bar, though. It is a high bar. And, it, you know, I can't fault them for that. Like, I don't – you know, I don't by any means consider it, like, a bad show or a failure or anything. It's, you know, it's not as good as The Mandalorian, but The Mandalorian is excellent. Um, this is just pretty good, you know? Which I'm curious, like, we're getting off the topic. We're supposed to focus on Boba Fett, but I'm curious to where the next season of Mando's going to go because he's yeah. not going to have the child. So it's either going to focus on Grogu or, you know, follow, you know, uh, Mando. So we'll, well see. I mean, it's, the show's not called Grogu and it's Crazy Adventures. It's no, it's not, but it'd be... It, you're telling me you don't want to see him training with Luke? Oh, I, I 100% There you do. go. So, you know, maybe we'll get some of that. Yeah. I really hope, and there are people, like, signing. I don't know if they're signing petitions, but they're blowing it up on, when I was on Twitter, they're blowing up that they want Sebastian Stan to uh, step in and play Luke, which mm. I would be 100% for. I would, too. I think um, I think one thing, one thing that, uh, you know, that kind of, I'm not 100% sure about them focusing on Grogu and his training with Luke is the fact that they didn't come up with an actor who who just looked like Luke Skywalker, right? Like yeah. they didn't do Sebastian Stan, right? They did a stand-in with the, the face CGI. Um, and you only do that when you have a small scene because it's very expensive to do that for like a long time part of a movie yeah. you know that's why like when we've seen it before like in rogue one when we see grand moff tarkin and princess leia briefly it's brief yeah, yeah you know what i mean um it's very short and so if they're going to have scenes where it's actually them training like they do need 
someone who can be him all the time, you know. And I think Sebastian Stan would pull it off. Oh yeah, excellent. I'd be down, hundred percent down. Like, and I mean, he's got a contract with Disney. Yeah, they're just like, hey, Sebastian Stan. I know you want to play Winter Soldier more, but if you want to do that, you're going to have to play Luke Skywalker. Just get the prop from Winter Soldier. Just <laughs> cut it off here. Already metal hand. Yeah, Boom, exactly. We're going to use the same hand from your Winter Soldier. We're just going to have sleeves. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it it would be it would be so good. I would be 100% down for that. Um, yeah, I don't know where Mando's going to go. I mean, I'm hoping at the end of this show, because uh, Book of Boba Fett is supposed to go for... Seven, Seven episodes. episodes we, what we found out. Which is a weird number, but okay. Um, and here's quick aside. Why does everything decide that they have to be like seven, eight, six episodes now? What happened to like a 15, 16 episode season? <laughs> Money, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I guess. But like Wheel of Time, I feel really suffered from that. Like they needed at least like one more episode. Um or like a 90-minute first episode, you know yeah. what I mean, um, to really drive home some of that stuff. Um, but, I mean, God, like I feel like they could trim a little bit and get a couple more episodes out. I just want like – Well, who knows? Maybe the last ones will be pretty long. We yeah, don't know. we'll see. Probably not. Disney likes to fuck us. But I'm hoping uh, hoping we get a uh, after credit scene that somehow ties into the next season of Mando or maybe – uh, the Sokotano show or something Is this like supposed that. to be a standalone, or is this not going to get continued? We don't know that, right? I don't know. We, don't know. we don't know. We don't know 100%. Um, I feel like it, it, it'll it kind of depend. I feel like they, they're not going to kill off Boba Fett, um, but maybe they'll leave it open just enough where he can maybe pop in and show up here or there. If someone comes to Tatooine, they can come see him kind of thing. But yeah. um, I think – at least the feeling I'm getting from this is they're trying to they're trying to fill some of the uh, some of the character that we as an audience have built up around Boba Fett. You yeah. know, they're trying to justify some of like his popularity. Like he's not just this one dude with a hel- cool ass helmet. He actually has personality. He he has uh, you know a respect for you know the, the Tuscan Raiders, and he's tougher than you know the, this Wookiee. So. Giving him some ba- much needed backstory, and uh, I think they're succeeding on that. So also, I want him to fix his fucking helmet. That little dent pisses me off so much. No, he likes it. He keeps it there for character. He's fucking just go on the inside, just bing, bing, pop it out. Because his isn't made of the metal that Mando's is, right? No, I believe it's not Beskar. It's some other. It's some other. Just, just fix it. Just yeah. fucking fix it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Also, I want like I want to see some more. Um, like Boba Fett armor fighting and stuff. You know what I mean? I want to see him light some more people on fire. I want to see him to use the little grapple hook that wraps around his legs. Yeah, more Perfect. of the fucking rocket on his back. Hell yeah. We saw a little bit of him flying, but he just kind of landed, you know? But I want to see a little bit more of that. But overall, good show. I think, uh, you know, I'm excited to see where it goes next. Um, And uh, we'll, we'll probably do a like a season wrap-up once it's all over. Um, but let us know what you guys think. Uh, is Boba Fett, Book of Boba, living up to your expectations? Um, also, one quick, I just remembered something. When the freaking Wookiee attacks him in his sleep, 
Why did it take everyone so long to get in there? Like, how did... It's not like they that. They were all sleeping. I don't it's know. not like that Wookiee snuck in. You know what I mean? It's a fucking eight feet tall giant. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> it's like a he's like a hobbit. He's got hairy feet, so he can sneak. He's, yeah, he's yeah, stealthy. yeah. It's a dead ends the sound. Yeah, everyone knows that. <laughs> he's like, hur, 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 hur. also this guy. This guy to me has more like. Facial, like human facial oh, features, sure. than like. Uh, oh yeah, he looks really Chewbacca. good, especially his eyeballs. Yeah, like he has yellow eyes or something. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. I think with Chewbacca, one of the things is they they have to stay faithful to what we know Chewbacca to be. Right. If they if they made Chewbacca look like this guy, everyone would be like, "What the fuck? Yeah, that's yeah. not Chewbacca. That's, that's fair." You know, so I think I, I think hope, maybe they were limited. I hope we that. get more of him. Me too. I do, he'll uh, probably I, get his own spinoff. Yeah, <laughs> everyone gets a spinoff. But, uh, yeah, let us know what you think, guys. Um, are you liking Book of Boba so far? What are your expectations for the future? Um, and uh, would you want to see a season two, at least from what you've seen so far? Um, I mean, I'd be down. I I'd definitely watch it. I, I remember going into this thinking that I just don't care. But <laughs> the, enough of the stuff with the Tusken Raiders – I've been enjoying so, and I still want to see more of that story. I don't care so much about what's going on now. What's going on now until the baby Rancor showed up, and you know that kind of sucked me in. Also, I want him to use his fucking uh, Tuscan like um, bow staff thing. He, he did on the Wookie. Oh, that's right. He yeah, hit him he with it, but he stabbed. He him doesn't carry it. it around with him though. Like, yeah, so. yeah. He needs to fucking maybe he'll be do a gladiatorial fight with him or something. There we go. He'll just fucking he'll just ride on his Rancor. And I hope I hope when he rides on the Rancor, you know, everyone thinks you'd put like a saddle on his head and he ride up there. No. I want a baby Bjorn for Boba Fett. So you just shoot things and Boba Fett's just right here on his chest. It would be adorable, but you can't steer him like that. Like I don't know how you're gonna <laughs> you have like little things like this. <laughs> Steers the left, right? Dude, it could work. Like oh just with God. his legs, so that way his arms are free. You can just yeah, yeah, like a hundred percent. You know, uh, I think you know one one thing that that it reminds me of. Uh, it's it's like uh, or like a master blaster. No, was or was that in the back? No, he 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 wrote on the guy's guy's head. Um, um, this is, I think it's this guy in Warhammer Forty K. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, so the Nemesis Dread Knight, which is a, a unit for it's like a mech suit for the uh, Grey Knights, but um, everyone everyone makes fun of this, saying it looks like a little baby carrier, and it, it does like a baby carrier because <laughs> right there his, his little feeties are exposed and everything. There's just a mech around him. That's what I want from the Boba Fett. All I'll, right, I'll put that up on the YouTube so YouTubers will uh, see it. But yeah, you know I, I'm I'm excited to see what happens next. I want to see more baby Rancor. I want to see more Danny Trejo too, just training the Rancor and stuff. I think I like that kind of stuff where they're building out pieces of the lore yeah. that were like throw throwaway pieces in the original series, you know. So hopefully Danny doesn't die. <laughs> but he's known, he's known to die. His character usually dies. You so. know what's you know what's funny is if they show him and he's got his like he's got his ta- all his tattoos and stuff, that means that there's like a fucking that somewhere in the Star Wars universe, people wear sombreros. Oh, for sure. That's crazy. That's right? for sure. There's, I'm sure there's a planet where someone Space works. Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if Space Mexicans were going to be anywhere, they'd be on Tatooine, right? Stealing people's jobs. and <laughs> No, like farming water and oh, shit. Oh, yeah, 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 that too. 
Like, damn moisture farmers over there brought a bunch of illegals in, driving down the price of water. Probably. Not, just, how do you even harvest water? Just like scoop Well, it depends. It if you're Tuscan Raider, you get those little melons. Oh, yeah, the little, the little sand melons. Sand melons. You ever, you, you want to do, you want to uh, have like a wild weekend and snort some vision wizards? Vision lizards? <laughs> I thought that was like when Ooh, he, yeah. when he did that, I was like, whoa, that's fucking that lizard just straight up like cocaine lizard is fucking weird. Yeah. Like, he took him to that tree and he's just like, oh, like, I guess I'll just take this stick and this is my weapon. Like the that little lizard told him to do all that. Like, that's, yeah. that's fucking insane. that's a very specific hallucination. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone goes and gets a stick. You're telling me every single one. What is the evolutionary trait that causes that? There's not one lizard that makes the guy go and eat a bunch of bugs and grubs. There's not one lizard that'll make him do that. The one, one lizard that just makes you shit your pants. Yeah. Ah! You just like throw it up into the desert. Yeah. Ooh, must got a bad lizard. Lizard cocaine is fucking nuts. Oh, yeah. Got any more of them lizards? It's called lot lizards. Lot lizards. Oh, God. Um, thank you guys for listening and, uh, letting us know what you think of book of Boba. We do appreciate that. Make sure you like, and subscribe. If you're on the old YouTubes, click the little bell to get your notifications. When we put out new episodes, um, if you're listening anywhere else on any of the pod platforms like Apple music, or I guess it's Apple podcasts, um, Spotify, Stitcher, audible, any of those things. Hopefully one day, Facebook, hopefully one day, Facebook, if they ever figure their shit out, Maybe in the maybe we'll be in the metaverse, Christian. I know you'll be able to hang out with us in VR, and I'll be like a giant banana, and you'll be like a little meatball or something. <laughs> um, but thanks for following us and listening wherever you do your potting. We do appreciate that, and thank you to all of our uh, patrons who support us week after week. If you uh, want to become one of our patrons, um, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/NerdsWithFriends. It's a great way to support the show. Give us a couple of dollars. Uh, we found out we do need some new mic cables, so a couple dollars will help us out with that. And uh, thanks to all the patrons who already helped support us. You're the ones who bought these mic cables that broke immediately. So and that Diet thank- Pepsi. That it- and that Diet Pepsi. That's Patreon Pepsi right there. <laughs> so we, we appreciate you guys. That's why we lift you guys up into the Star Wars every single episode. We do appreciate that. Christian, thanks as always. We're going to get some lizard cocaine. Yeah, we got to go get some... Vision lizards to all the nerds out there. Remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night. Mm-hmm.